0: Good morning, listeners. Thank you, as always, for coming here to Love, Joy, and Languages, a podcast about loving languages and finding joy in learning them. In case you're new to the show, my name is Heidi, and I love languages. I love learning languages. I love talking about languages. I love talking about learning languages. It's so fun to surround myself with people like you who are like me. I'm feeling a bit under the weather today, so bear with me if I sound stuffy. I think I'm good enough to keep going. And I've got a story to share this morning. There are so many real-world things that give me pause and have me contemplate my language life. My daughter recently inspired me with something. There's this sewing kit that she had wanted for a long time for making a llama pillow. Based on the reviews and pictures online, I knew it was too advanced for her skill level, so I waited two years before getting it for her 10th birthday. She quickly got it out and started right in, but after just one day, she decided it was too difficult and put it away for another time. Over the last year or so, she's gotten it out once or twice, looked at the pieces and said, nope, too hard. And I started to get really frustrated with this, thinking I wasted my money, and now it's something that just adds to the clutter in our lives. Maybe I should just get rid of it. And at the core of these thoughts, though, is also some core beliefs that I was right. You know, I knew it would be too hard for her, so when it was too hard for her, that was it in my mind. I was right, and now we're stuck with all these pieces of fabric specifically cut out for this project, blah, blah, blah. But she has done other sewing projects this year and has a real interest in the hobby. So a couple weeks ago, she decided to get the llama pillow out again, and she worked on it all day, an entire Saturday, and she finished it. Then she went on to make her own customized accessories for the llama, which was super cute. And as we were all raving about the results and complimenting her hard work, I mentioned how happy I was that I never tried convincing her to get rid of it when it was sitting there being ignored for so long. And she said to me, I always knew I would finish it, Mom. I just needed to get better first. And this really struck me because I don't often have that mentality. I get so worked up about having stuff around me that's not being used, be it toys or games or craft kits, language resources, programs I've signed up for, or books to read in my target languages, And deep down, I still carry this tiny belief that once I purchase or acquire something, it needs to be completed quickly in some arbitrary amount of time. But what happens when I'm not quite ready for it? What happens when I start reading an Italian book and realize I only understand maybe 25%? It's much too advanced for me. Or I try watching a TV show in German, and even with subtitles in German, I can't keep up. Or even when I encounter a situation where I have to speak the local language, but the topic is too advanced for me to follow along, or the other person speaks too quickly or uses words and phrases that are above my abilities. I rarely set these things aside, physically or mentally, and think, I just need to get better first. No, I usually feel defeated, like I'll never get there, like the language just isn't for me and I'm outside of the language and outside the possibility of accessing it. Once a book sits on my shelf for too long, and too long is very general here, there's no set standard for any books I have, but I start wondering if I should just sell it or donate it. If I work through half of a specific program and it's getting too difficult, instead of saying, okay, let me pause and strengthen that which I've learned, I'm probably going too fast and need to slow down to reinforce the foundational things. Instead of doing this, I usually give up. And it isn't even a conscious giving up. I just find that I'm no longer drawn to the program. I feel demotivated and I just stop going back to it. Now, it's one thing if I discover that it's a resource that just isn't for me. If the format is boring and unengaging or the content isn't what I'm looking for, that's one thing. I can set something aside or quote, give up on it guilt-free if it just isn't a right match for my learning preferences. But when I'm just not ready for the material yet, it's more advanced than I realized or perhaps I overestimated my own abilities It makes so much sense to just set it aside and get better first. But more often than not, I let the feelings of defeat cast a shadow over the joy of having a new goal or having something new to work toward, this benchmark of a resource that's just waiting to be reached. I just have to get better first. So when my daughter let me know that she was always planning on finishing the llama pillow, A project that was too advanced for her when she received it, so she knew she just needed some more practice, I was quite taken aback by her insightfulness. And it's funny because, as a parent, when I hear my kids say that they aren't good at something, I usually offer the counter logic that they aren't bad at it, they're just beginners. Because that's usually the case. My son shooting a basketball for the first time, or my daughter trying to do a handstand for the first time. They quickly become frustrated and claim, I'm bad at this. And my mommy response is, no, you're a beginner at it, and it's a hard thing to do. It takes practice. Keep going. And with some things, I can tell myself this as well. I don't really try new hobbies at this point in my life, but when I was learning how to knit, for example, I knew I was a beginner and that it would just take practice. I didn't attempt things outside of my skill level and then claim to be bad at it. I got better first but that's been a really difficult thing for me to do in my language life and I can't figure out why perhaps it's still tied to this belief I held for decades that I'm not the kind of person who can learn a language if deep down I still don't fully believe that I can learn it then when I encounter something that's above my level deep down I won't believe that I can ever get there it's out of bounds for me not because I'm just not there yet and need to get better first Rather, because I'll never get there, because I've never done it, I didn't grow up bilingual, I'm a science person, I didn't succeed at learning a language years ago in school, or I mean, you name it. Even today, as I am capable of functioning in two languages that I didn't start acquiring until my thirties, as I prove to myself every single day that I can learn and am learning a language, multiple languages. It's still easier for me to believe that more advanced content or courses just aren't for me and I'll never get there than to believe that I just need to get better first. And another conflicting part of this is something I mentioned earlier, an arbitrary time limit. I put on myself to finish things or learn things with my daughter's llama pillow after a couple weeks of it, sitting in a drawer, untouched in the back of my mind, I'd already written it off as a lost cause. I knew it was too advanced for her at that time. And I also knew that she was actively doing other sewing projects throughout the year. So I knew she was improving her sewing skills. And yet I still held this mindset that because the llama wasn't completed soon after she initially opened it, then it would never get done. Man, I'm so happy that she proved me wrong. And perhaps even happier that I never verbally projected this limiting belief onto her. That's one parenting win I can be proud of. And I can definitely say that I also apply these arbitrary time limits to language resources. And in the past, I've also applied them to learning the language as an entire project. I've told my early Italian story several times, but when we moved to Italy, I decided that I was going to be fluent in Italian in one year. And to me, not knowing any better, I also thought fluent meant speak like a native understand everything, converse about everything, and make no mistakes in one year. So, of course, this was just a beginner's mistake of not knowing what it really meant to learn a language and not knowing how to learn a language, yet I still held myself to that arbitrary time frame of one year. I can think back to many examples throughout my language journey where I had some arbitrary time frame for finishing a resource or reaching a certain level, but it was an unspoken time frame. I didn't consciously or intentionally tell myself that I would finish the thing in a month or six months or whatever, but yet there was this unspoken acknowledgement that I needed to work to some time frame. And I wouldn't even know what that time limit was until I reached it, if that makes any sense at all. With German Uncovered, for example, a resource that I really enjoy, I started off working one chapter a week, and that was a good pace for me. So unconsciously, I think I decided to finish it all in 20 weeks because there are 20 chapters, but there was no deliberate thought or decision about it. But other things came up. We went on holiday for a week, moved to a new country, and then I realized I was getting deep into the grammar and was going too fast. But again, instead of slowing down or just consciously telling myself that there is no time limit, that I get to set the pace and I get to decide what to learn and when to learn it. I just sort of got this feeling that it was unfinishable because I hadn't finished it one chapter per week. Looking back, it's really easy to see that this unintentional time limit is what drove me to work German uncovered or not. And once it sat around for a few weeks untouched, I never considered that I just needed to get better first. Not until a couple months ago when I decided to go back and start it again, because the review was exactly what I needed in order to move forward. The review was me getting better. And now that so much time has passed since I stopped using this resource, and I've since been around the language more, using it more, and improving it by other means, I'm finding that I understand a lot more. Naturally, the content isn't as difficult as I once found it because I've taken the time to get better. And now I know I can keep moving forward because it's a tool I really genuinely enjoy, and I get a lot out of it. So really, like pretty much everything else I ever talk about, this particular topic today is all about mindset, our outlook and perspective on our progress and the tools we use, and also our expectations. When we look at a challenging resource or something that's more advanced or has more difficult content than we expected, or even broader looking at a part of grammar or even an entire language, and our knee-jerk perspective or even automatic feeling is, Well, this is too hard because I'm bad at it, or of course I don't understand this because I can't learn languages, then that sucks. We keep giving in to believing the things that we're working to unlearn and unbelieve here. And the result is, more often than not, that we set the resources aside, maybe telling ourselves that we'll come back to it later, but deep down we know we won't really come back. We've already written it off as something that isn't possible for us. Same scenario though, there's a challenging resource or something that's more advanced or has more difficult content than we expected and we tell ourselves, okay, this is hard because it's hard. I'm not ready for this. I just need to get better first. I need to work on more things at my current level, solidify where I am, and then come back to this when I'm ready. What happens then? One, we're believing in ourselves. We're believing that we're capable and believing the actual reality that languages are hard. And we can set that thing aside without writing it off, without putting it out of our minds. Instead, we know we're getting to it. We know we're getting better. And it will become easier and more accessible when we're ready. And you will be ready for it. Every single word and grammar concept that you take in and begin to understand and use is progress that's making you better and preparing you for that thing that's currently too difficult for you. And I found too that usually when I return to that tool or topic or whatever, after I have gotten better, I usually find that it's now too easy for me. I've surpassed the level required to understand and easily master whatever it is that the resource offers. I started reading The Hobbit in Italian in 2020, and it was really difficult, both because the vocabulary was more advanced than I could handle even in context and even knowing the story very well, and also it's written in an older language. The grammar isn't exactly the same in some respects as I know it to be now in more modern standard Italian. And I unintentionally set an arbitrary time limit for finishing it which was basically an all or nothing mindset that I finish it in one go, like read some every single day for a week or whatever until I finish it, or I don't read it at all. There was no in-between. Mentally, I really quite gave up on the book. But then two years later, I picked it back up one afternoon when I had some quiet time. And guess what? I could absolutely follow along. I easily understood 90% of it. And what I didn't understand became a learning tool for me, exactly how I want my Italian reading to be, enjoyable and learning simultaneously. So that's really the message I wanted to bring to you all today, that sometimes we just need to get better first. And that's a wonderful mindset to get into because at the heart of it is the belief that we can and will get better at the language. Even if we're still beginners in a language, we already have proof that we're better than we were yesterday or last year. We know more words and understand more than we did in the very beginning. There's always proof that we can learn and are learning our languages, and carrying that proof with us and believing it is a really excellent tool to keep by your side for crafting a joyful experience with your languages and talking about joyful language experiences i'll remind you all again that i need you for the season finale episode which is coming out in two weeks i want to hear your language learning wins and i want to share them and celebrate them in that finale episode you all are doing amazing and it's an honor to be able to celebrate your joyful language successes on the show i'll link my info in the show notes please don't hesitate to send me a message Any single language thing you're proud of is absolutely worth broadcasting to the world. Keep going, language learners. Keep getting better. And until next time, ciao.